This is so intellectual. <laughs> Welcome to Loving Waters, an eclectic mix of ridiculous and uncomprehensible conversation with a silly atheist. I've never met him and he's never impersonated me, but we're throwing caution to the wind and, God willing, get a dishonest conversation for you to listen to. I'm your host, Ray Comfort, and it's about time to meet our guest. So, Adam Reese, where are you from? What's your Twitter handle? Hi, Ray. Pleasure to be on your show. Well... I still have a Twitter handle, at Adam Reeks, and I live in Sydney, Australia. What a horrible place. So what did you want to discuss on my show? Well, firstly, Ray, I appreciate the opportunity to speak on your prestigious show. I am running the show as a for-profit business, and I wanted to be very clear about that. However, I'd like the opportunity also to distinguish myself from the religious evangelicals by being transparent about how the funds are deployed. Also... Whilst I'm quite proficient at asking for support for other people, I rarely do it for myself. Is that an accusation? No, not at all. The point is that it can't hurt to tell people about what causes you're supporting and to be clear about what the show earns. 10% of the funds raised from the show, in fact, go to Kiva.org to help women in developing countries to further their education. As our dear leader Christopher Hitchens pointed out, women are key to lifting societies out of poverty. I believe Nancy from Kiva will be coming on an upcoming episode soon to discuss how Kiva works. So you've taken a leaf out of my tree and you're using this as some sort of elaborate tax dodge. Again, Ray, no, this is a listener-supported show and I plan on being around for a long time. In order to do so, I need to be squeaky clean. Hence, I declare any income and rightly declare it as taxable. I do have to eat and pay bills and I'd rather do that than spend time in prison. I can't say I'm a fan of being impersonated, so perhaps prison is the best prospect. Well, I can't say I'd be able to achieve much good in the world from a prison cell, Ray. You probably heard a recent episode that we ran a fundraiser for someone in the community. Oh, yes, that imam lady. Um, well, I donated uh, a lot of money, certainly more than any of the atheists. Well, I really do appreciate that, Ray, as I'm sure Iman does too. So if people wanted to help otherwise, and I'm not suggesting for a second that they do, what would it be? iTunes and Stitcher reviews help grow the audience. They're always very much appreciated. In fact, the more horrible they are, the more amusing I find them. So off you go. Anything else you can offer your community of peasants? What an amazing coincidence you should ask, Ray. I've developed a presentation for any atheist or humanist conferences that might crop up. And it's not necessarily to your taste, most likely. What do you mean? Well, it's 45 minutes long, contains two jokes, and uses my background in sales and marketing to demonstrate how people might sell the concept of not believing in a god, using a washing machine to demonstrate the point. Sounds god awful and ridiculous. I can't disagree. It's exactly what you don't want people to hear. So if listeners of your show wanted me to do this presentation at the conference, they can contact me through the Herd Mentality website. What a stupid idea. Sounds like a boring presentation. You can't endorse it. So, really, is this all about you aligning your filthy atheist pockets? Ray, it's not. I know you compete with Joel Osteen for the Believer Dollar, but it's really not like that in this community. There is so much quality atheist content out there, and people who listen to my show undoubtedly listen to half a dozen others. If I had a message for your listeners, I'd ask them just to pick one, perhaps their favourite, and give back to the content creators. I can name a dozen off the top of my head right now. The Bible Reloaded, Gamma Atheist, The Scathing Atheist, No God Counts. Yes, yes, enough of that. So what's happening statistically behind the scenes? Hmm, well, I'm a big fan of the stats. I love seeing which countries people listen in from. About half of the audience is from the US, a third split between the UK and Australia. 
a large chunk from China and Canada too. Bolivia, not so much. And the money is scamming from the public? Well, currently less than half of 1% of the listeners contribute to support the show, anywhere between $2 and $20 a month. Based on this, if just 1% of listeners donated, I'd have a full-time job and be well paid for my work. And we can't have that, can we? I'd suspect you'd prefer not, Ray, no. Because you'd just insist on doing more of those silly skits and undermining the ability of the broader community to think the way I want them to. Well, yes, that's kind of the point. People in positions of influence are far better financially supported than I am to make a difference, so... Making the show sustainable is really the first step. Once I have that, I can spend more time putting voices to air and occasionally the voices of people who really need to be heard. So why even do a podcast? Well, it's something I enjoy doing and I'd like to work to earn a living. My circumstances have changed such that I'm required to seek out an alternative income. <laughs> so you lost your job? Not entirely, but the amount of work offered by my employer has diminished to a fraction of what it was. The upside of this, though, is that I now have more time to work on the Herd Mentality podcast. I have an idea. You're not going to like it. Probably won't. What if you drew one of your stupid cows for every $5 tithe out of the show this month? Well, that's a big job, Ray. I don't know how many people are going to sign up. Not my problem. Hope you get RSI. I'd be prepared to do it, but I'd have to then also draw the silly cows for everyone who was an existing $5 tither. Again, not my problem. Still hope you get RSI. Ray, I see your challenge and I accept it. For the next 30 days... Any $5 tithers to the show will get a hand-drawn silly cow sent out to them in the post and a personalised message. And where would these idiots go to do this? Well, the logical place to start would be HerdMentalityPodcast.com and click the support link at the top of the page. You're really going to do this? I'm really going to do this. And, as always, 10% of the proceeds go to Keeper.org. I just don't get it. How can you be a good person without God telling you what to do? I don't need a God ray. I just analyse a successful business strategy, such as what the church is doing to its constituents, and replicate that. But rather than threatening people to go to hell, I think it's much more productive to offer an incentive and make it entertaining and educational if possible too. So if you achieve your goal of making this a full-time job, will you stop impersonating me? Almost certainly not. Well, for that reason, I just can't endorse this and none of it's going to hear. And I'm get lots. And I hope it goes bare before you. Great. Thanks for not having me on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Herd Mentality. And with me today, I have Nancy from Kiva. How are you, Nancy? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I couldn't be happier. It's about time we connected and had a chat about Kiva. I'm very much looking forward to finding a little bit more out about it because I've been contributing for a while now and it's I've, I've never really spoken to anybody from Kiva. So thanks for coming on. You're welcome. Whereabouts are you based? I am talking to you today from Silverthorne, Colorado. Okie doke. I have a home here up in the mountains, in the Rocky Mountains, uh, in a ski area in Summit County. Fantastic. It's mm-hmm. a wonderful internet connection there too, Good. <laughs> which yeah. makes the job easy. You're a representative of Kiva and you have a few different fingers in different pies there, from what I can understand. I'm a lender like you are. I started lending on Kiva in 2008, and as a result of getting to know the system a little better, I I stumbled across this large lending team called the Atheists, Agnostics, Skeptics, Freethinkers, Secular, Humanists, and Non-Religious. And I joined that team a couple of years ago and have since become one of the co-captains. It's a team of over 28,000 members. Wow. So quite large, and we've 
we've lent as a group over $14 million in loans on Kiva. When you say loans, this is money that comes back. It is. It is. It's repaid. Um, the loan can be as, as small of amount as $25 for the individual, and the borrower then pays it back, and it comes back into the Kiva account as credit, and you can either relend it to another borrower or you can withdraw it. You're yeah, right. The beauty of it is, is that the money is actually doing something for somebody else while you're not using it. That's correct. I think that's what got me involved in it originally is when the banks started paying such low interest rates on savings that it was practically 0%. And Kiva has a repayment rate of almost 99%. I think it's 98.96 or something like that. So almost 99%. It just seemed like such a no-brainer in terms of the way to use this money that, that I'm not using right now, but I may want back in the future. Well, that's the way I've looked at it. It's it's not a donation per se. You're, you're lending somebody an amount at no interest. In, in fact, it, it costs money to lend. So when I set up a new loan, a $25 loan, for example, actually costs about $27, $28. Well, all of your money goes directly to the to the borrower through the field partner. There are field partners around the world, uh, 73 countries, I think 480 field partners. These field partners are like small banks for people who can't actually qualify for credit in, a, in our traditional lending system. So the money goes directly to the borrower. And you're right, there are costs, of course, to running this platform. Kiva has costs. But the costs that they cover through donations from lenders and donations from corporations and grants. So when you actually give the $25 loan, that money goes to the borrower. Let's talk about that. What does the borrower then do with the money? Well, there are so many different possibilities uh, for borrowers around the world. I think there may there may be around 4,000 loans on the site right now. Each of the borrowers shows a picture of themselves and gives a little description of, of what they want to use the money for, but they they come in sectors like um, agriculture. I, I noticed on your, that you said you are interested in education for women. That's a big one, education, food. I've become more interested recently in in the health aspect of clean water, sanitation, like getting, you know, functioning latrines for a house or um, our winterizing homes in the in the cold parts of the world where they they need to winterize their homes. So that's one that I've become involved with recently. But there are little also little retail outlets. There are transportation loans. Manufacturing is another loan mm-hmm. possibility, sector possibility. So there are lots of choices. And how do people then repay these loans? They are trying to improve their life style. I mean, so if they're borrowing for a business, the idea is that they will improve their business and make more money for themselves, for their families, uh, and to repay the loan. Now, in terms of the housing loans, these people are employed, like one I made uh, just this week in uh, Cambodia. She is a she's actually a farmer, a rice farmer, and has been working for 25 years uh, in that sector, but the loan itself 
enough is for a latrine. So she'll repay the loan with the money she makes from her from her farming. They don't pay any interest on these loans. Well, there are fees that the field partners will will charge and you can see that when you look on the profiles the field partners have to cover their costs. There are interest and fees that are payable on the loan that do not get repaid to us as lenders. Okay. But that's, look, I entirely understand that. I've run a business previously and nobody does anything for free. So (laughs) it's just a good way of covering their costs. Exactly. And the costs are are large because these are small loans. And so, you know, it requires staff and bookkeeping to keep up with a lot of small loans. So the costs are higher than traditional banking, probably. Hmm, And oftentimes the people themselves live in remote areas. So even getting to the borrower to uh, visit or check up on, uh, it can be tedious and costly. But they can do a lot with a very small amount. They do. They do a lot with a very small amount. Yes, you're right. Some of the loans that I contribute towards are are as little as $1,000. Correct. Yes. Mine also. That's why it's called micro lending, I guess. I mean, education for women is not, it's not a quick turnaround time. Some of these repayments can take years. True. True. The education loans do tend to have a longer payback time. There are some that some of the loans on the site that have, you know, fairly quick turnaround times, like as low as as little as 10 months or 11 months. So you, that's another thing I look for when I'm choosing a loan is how how quickly will it be paid back? And is that something that's beneficial to me? Mm. But the money's working both for you in a sense then and somebody else. Well, it's not, you know, I don't, <laughs> wouldn't say it's working for me, but I, but I'm not, it's money that I have set aside as savings anyway. Mm. So I feel that since I don't need it right now, and I'm really not making any interest to speak on it, and my losses are so minimal at Kiva, it's a a better way for me to use this savings. See, there is the benefit. (laughs) Yeah, there's the benefit. Exactly. Okay. (laughs) And and, and mine's, look, I view it in a similar way because the loans that I'm putting out there are, are years. They're literally years long. Okay. In that time when they're finally repaid i can then reinvest that same money into somebody else and improve their situation but it is money that i will ultimately recoup so at a point in the very distant future when i decide to retire this is one of the things that i plan to have contribute to my retirement oh exactly perfect what's a good example of a success story of one of the borrowers yeah there are so many adam i just don't even know where to start um (laughs) i've been lending since 2008 and I probably have a a little over maybe 1100 loans that I've made. Wow. Uh, And every every month on the 17th of the month I get repayments for the from those loans so without even adding any extra money at this point I can make several loans a month just from my repayments it's really a lot of fun so if that's a success story (laughs) I guess that's one I I would say I mean it is a lot of fun and, and when you said benefit yes there is a benefit to the lender because it feels so good to be a part of making these people's lives better. Yeah, you've got a wonderful sense of community spirit with the people who lend alongside you. It is. The the, the lending team has, has increased my lending, I know, and I think it does for most people because we talk on the message board about the different loans that we're interested in and ask 
ask our teammates to support them with us. And then when you look at the lenders page, at the borrowers page, you can see who has lent on the loan and you can see what teams they are. So our, you know, our A plus team, we like to see that as the number one lending team on the loan. Hang on, stop. Let me stop you there. A plus. A plus is is the shortened version that we've used for our long name of um, the atheist, agnostic, skeptic, free thinkers, secular humanists, and non-religious lending team. Oh, what a relief. We've shortened it up to A+, plus just, to in, just to make it an easier uh, name to say and to indicate that it's just, a, you know, the number one, the best lending team, A+. Plus. Fantastic, but not associated with Atheism+. Plus. It is not at all associated with Atheism+. Plus. No, we've had to make that clear. Fantastic. Where do I sign? <laughs> <laughs> well, you come on to the website and go to teams. And under the teams, you will see our team is the number one team all t- of all time in terms of the number of the amount lent. So if you go right onto your part, onto your page and hit teams, you'll see our team and you just click on it and say, join. It's an open, t- it's an open team to join. So great. So we'd love yeah. to have you and we'd love to, I would love for you to link your uh, podcasts on here. I, I know that our members would be very interested in hearing what you are, what you're doing. Oh, look. I'm, I've never investigated the, the teams and so forth. I just set this up because I thought, right, I need to do something good with a percentage mm-hmm. of what I earn. So what I ask of the listeners is to contribute a couple of dollars a month because a lot of people contributing a very small amount per month adds up to be enough to create a living ultimately. But mm-hmm. then conversely, I also give 10% of everything that I earn there to Kiva and that's only going to grow. So being involved in a in a like-minded group, I'm very much looking forward to that. I look forward to having you on the team. Are you? Is your lender name under your name, or is it under a different name? Uh, I think it's under my real name. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Well, I'll look for you to come on. I'll look for you today, actually. <laughs> Fantastic. So, if people wanted to, if they don't contribute to my podcast, how could they then go and contribute? All they need to do is go to the website www.kiva.org, and it takes you right to a easily followed system of how to enroll and how to lend. They've got it figured out. I'll tell you, this is this is a very slick, easy to use platform. Hmm. So they know what they're do- they really know what they do they're doing and they do it well. Exactly. When when I check the PayPal account and I get to two hundred and fifty dollars, I then create a twenty five dollar loan. And it really takes me about oh, thirty seconds a minute. I go mm-hmm. in, log in, drop down to the box, select women, then select education. It tells me how many loans are available. I then vet them and, and go through and say, Okay, who's likely to achieve their target, who's you know, how people progressing. And I'll select one at random. I usually try and spread it around all the different countries. So uh, I'm sharing the love. Yes, yes. <laughs> and we have people who are co- what we call country collectors. There are 73 countries that Kiva is um, involved in, and there are you know there are people who like to try and collect all the countries as many as possible. I like to also support certain field partners because I I always like to make make sure I'm lending through secular field partners. That's my personal preference. Mm. Uh, And I also like to make sure I look at their default rates and that kind of thing. So I have a select, 
mean, it's a, it's a lot. I've got about 89, I think, that I really like of the field partners. So that's another way to, to limit what your loan will go to because mm. there are so many on the site. So as not to make it overwhelming. Hmm. Do you ever communicate with the people to whom you lend money? They communicate with us. They will write uh, through the through the field partner. Usually, they will write an update during the time that the loan is being processed and paid back. So that's pretty nice. There really isn't a way for us to communicate directly with the borrower, and I think there are a number of reasons for that. I'm not really that well versed on on it, but. Um, there is another system that is available through Kiva, and it's called Kiva Zip. And in that system, there is no field partner. It is a direct loan from an individual lender to an individual borrower. You can communicate directly with those borrowers. There currently only have Kiva Zip launched in the United States and in Kenya. Oh, wow. So it's more limited. There are, you know, the regular Kivas in 73 countries. But if you go right onto your Kiva page again, like we were talking about, and right next to the lend, there's a zip. That is a way that if you are interested in lending directly and communicating directly with the, with the borrowers, that is a way to do that. Hmm. Why do you think that there are so many atheists and humanists involved in this project? I mean, you said that the largest group was the A-plus group. Well, we're the largest we've um, lent the most. Uh, actually, there is a group that has more members than us. It's called the Nerd Fighters. I don't know if you're familiar with Nerd Fighters. I, I wasn't familiar with them until I saw them on here, but they um, there's a fellow by the name of John Green who, who has brought in a lot of members to the team called Nerd Fighters. And that's what you can do, Adam, for us. You, you can... <laughs> help get the word out mm. uh, but there are a lot of i think there are a lot of reasons why atheists agnostics uh humanists want to be a part of a th- of a team like this because i think we are as a group really proud of how generous we are how ethical and compassionate we are and we like to have a place to do make a difference we feel like we're making a difference uh we believe that um, using microfinance is one way to help alleviate world poverty. That's what we have in common here. And I think that as a, as a group, you know, we, we do get trashed to a certain extent. So I think that this makes, makes a good, positive platform for us to do good in the world without gods, as we say, do good without gods. Hmm. Often an attack or or an observation perhaps would be more polite by the religious groups is that atheists aren't very generous. And I think this group absolutely proves that to be wrong. I think that is a misconception. I think, well, at least this group of 28,000 or more and more members um, that I've been involved with on Kiva is a very generous group of people. And they believe in doing this work without any superstition um, or belief. It's all reasonable people looking at a reasonable way to make a difference in the world. Kind, good, altruistic, all of those adjectives I would use to describe the people in this group. Hmm. There's somebody on Twitter who's been on the show previously. His name's Godless Spellchecker. And (laughs) he, he runs 
uh, once a year, I think it is, a, a campaign for water aid. I think the last one he raised 11,000 British pounds, which is probably the better part of 20,000 US dollars mm-hmm. for water aid. And that, that's something that really does uh, make a huge impact in a community when they have access to fresh water. Absolutely. And there are actually some loans on Kiva too that are focused on water, getting fresh water. I saw one, I think I actually led to one this this month on that where they were doing well drilling. The fresh water and sanitation and health and housing are all big sectors. Do you think there's a difference between lending money where the community actually has to build themselves and then to, to a point where they can repay it? as opposed to, say, giving a once-off donation? I think there is. I think for me, it makes more sense to lend the money because I believe in, in the system of, uh, of a hand up rather than a hand out. But uh, that being said, there are, also, there are also situations where the donation is appropriate. I, I donate to Kiva, to the organization of Kiva, hmm. because I know that they need funds to run this platform and i also donate to other charities too kiva is has the highest rating for out of the charity navigator website of any of the charities i think it's a four star so they do very well with the money that they bring in in donations i can't disagree i think it the the whole premise of it is just wonderful that's why i chose it yeah i'm glad you did that's why i chose it too (laughs) Why the name Kiva? How did that come about? Oh, that I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Because <laughs> Kiva's uh, been around quite a while. It's been around since 2005. So, I mean, it's not, not a long, long time. They started out, you know, basically out of the garage. It's a very interesting story of, of how they got started and how fast it's grown. But How big is the organization now? Well, they have lent on... Over a half a billion dollars in loans. Oh, wow. They have over a million lenders. So it's, it's quite large now. Started with started a, a couple, um, Matt Flannery and his wife, Jessica Jackley, started it in uh, 2004, I believe, or five. Mm-hmm. First Kiva loans were funded with totaling $3,500 and the original borrowers were termed the dream team. <laughs> All of the initial Kiva borrowers fully repla- paid their loans. Hmm. So, and it was, I met Matt, I had the privilege of meeting Matt last fall, and he said that that was run right out of his, his personal bank account at the beginning. Wow. Okay, I've got one last question. Have you always been an atheist? No, I really haven't. And I would um, actually probably be more likely to to describe myself as a secular humanist. Mm-hmm. But I think that is because that gives more of a description of what I believe as opposed to what I don't believe. Good point. But it, my background is I was raised uh, a Catholic and I went through Catholic schools. And uh, so, no, I, I definitely had a religious upbringing. Radio, when did you escape? I escaped for the first time when I was in college and then kind of went back when I was raising my family into this religion, uh, religious system and then got out of it again about 10 years ago. So, And it's been fun and games ever since. 
Well, it's an interesting journey. I have enjoyed the people that I've met. I've, I've enjoyed the the virtual relationships that I've had with the people at Kiva, but I've also enjoyed the people that I've met in the community who are atheists and secular humanists. And I, I like to see, I like to become involved in the philanthropic work that that this community is doing and getting out there and, and making a name for the atheist that is a positive uh, has a positive connotation and we're all over i'll tell you we're all over so <laughs> <laughs> fantastic all right well nancy thank you very much for coming on well thank you for having me it's nice to chat with you all the best. Beautiful spring day on the way to Living Waters. Uh, Ray Lane, good to see you again. Not really. Oh, Ray, it's always lovely to see you. Give us a hug. Don't touch me. Now, what's that in the window at Cash Converters? Oh, my God. Ray? That, Ray? I, I recognise that. That's horsepower solid gold book plug. That, that's my one. It's a unique product. It's, it's a one of a kind. How did they get it? Ray, I know. It was that guy from the Pray the Gay Away, that... You know, oh, that British thief. guy. That thief. I can't believe he's yeah. pawned my product. This is ridiculous. And what's that? The comfort mobile. Oh, my God. Well, at least God's smiling upon us today, and uh, we have some sort of a agenda, some sort of target, some sort of idea for a skit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not It's not really that God's smiling on us, because um, we have no money. How are we going to get it back? Well, it's ridiculous. Look at the price on that. 50,000 shekels for both of those. How can we possibly afford to buy that big? Oh, I could pimp my bleached anus, but no. I don't think we're going to reach that much. And, Probably well, as not. you know, my fanny's a bucket. Oh, you know, it's, it's like just throwing a sausage down the Grand Canyon. I'm not going to get a lot of customers. You're a disgrace. Leave it out. I think we can <laughs> I think we can possibly raise our funds in a far more intellectual manner. How? Well, I've seen on the uh, interwebs that uh, the thing with the Twitter on it, that Bill Nye bloke. Very difficult oh, yeah. to pronounce in a yeah. Kiwi accent. That evolutionist. What a liar. What a liar. Unbelievable. But he's going up against uh, Ken Ham, my good friend. Oh, yeah. I know him. Good bloke. They're going to be able to raise enough money to get an art. Good. Good. <laughs> Nothing funny about that, clearly. <laughs> I'll been... be able to get those dinosaurs on it this time. <laughs> and all the kangaroos and koalas from, from my not-home country. <laughs> What if we were to do something similar? Actually, I think I might know a person. A person? Um, yeah, one of those evolutionist, you know, wizards. What are you doing? I think I might know one. What are you doing socialising with those? For God's sake, Ray, do you forget that we have a Twitter page to keep up? Oh. I get bombarded with questions from these people. They've got these things like talking about fossils. Fossils? And, you know, yeah, I know, vestigial bones. And I don't know what the hell they're going on about. It's all vestigial. made up anyway. That sounds rude. I think it's sexting, but I don't reply because <laughs> my heart beats for you. I could probably get someone for you to, to debate from there. Do you reckon if we charged uh, oh, 50 shekels per head to come and see me talk to this this ridiculous atheist about nonsense, we could possibly oh, raise the funds? Uh, yeah, right. I reckon so. You're, you're a very popular man. You have a huge following. Right, yeah. I'd say so. You, you've got exactly 30 seconds in the Living Waters Complex to uh, arrange this debate. Get him in.
Kia ora. Hello. Hi. Um, are you Kaya Matai? That's the one. I think you might know me from Twitter. I'm Raylene, the very illustrious Ray Comfort's personal assistant and future lover. I'm just wondering, would <laughs> don't laugh. Would you like to debate Ray on evolution? I mean, I know that you're one of those evolutionists, and Ray, being a creationist scientist, uh, he'd really like to debate you. And he, you know, we're trying to raise some money, um, and I think this would be a perfect opportunity. How do you feel about it? I think it sounds like a wonderful intellectual opportunity to, to cross swords with Ray. And of course, if we're raising money, I can only presume it's going to a wonderful charity. Um, think of the children. Think of the children. I will do it. I will do it for the children. Uh, okay. Well, yes, the butt plug for the children. Yes, there's a slightly problem there, what? but never mind. What? What? Um, Sorry, did you say something? <laughs> no, no. Just, no. Just quite follow your accent there. I think I may have must, must have heard that. <laughs> Um, this debate with Ray, which, by the way, you don't stand a chance, um, is happening tonight at the Living Waters um, Auditorium. Are you up for it? I'm up for anything, my sweet. Shall we see you there, say, about 7 o'clock tonight? It's a date. Okay. I'll see you then, Kai Matai. On my left, I have the most intelligent scientist of all, creationist, Ray Comfort. G'day. And clearly the person with the better Kiwi accent. Um, what? That's no Kiwi accent. Just you. That sounds like someone who's been suspiciously abusing a butt plug father. <laughs> <laughs> how, how could you get those vowels that twisted and screwed up that you, you weren't silence doing something so sort of... I don't even want to think about this anymore. <laughs> Let's move on to the debate. Uh, gentlemen, please take your positions. Let the games begin. Rightio. Here at Living Waters, we make a point of being intellectually superior and honest. I'd just like to make a few opening points. Evolution can't be true because the Bible told me and I've never seen my pets change into elephants. And if biology is correct, then how did Noah live to 950 years old? And where are the transitional fossils? And I've searched long and hard in my couch for transitional fossils. And I've only ever found a remote control. And if sharks came from tadpoles, why are there still goldfish? Thank you. Well, my intellectual friend here seems to be very clever when it comes to the, the gish gallop. Jump from point to point like a mad kangaroo. On the other hand, you're getting your information from the Bible. Let's, let's remember, this is a book that says insects have four legs. And whilst I am quite sure my esteemed colleague has not been able to find car keys behind the couch, he may be actually familiar with the fact that insects do indeed have six legs. The Bible said that they've got four legs, so who am I to disagree? So, well, you're wrong. Okay, let me raise just, just one point. Let's focus on one thing, because you're galloping all over the place. These transitional fossils. Hmm. <laughs> Never seen one. Never seen one. All people keep and, doing... And have you, have you been to a museum? Uh, yes, I've got a friend uh, who's also debating somebody else, uh, and, and he has <laughs> he has a museum, and it's brilliant... And I'll thank you to not disparage it. Oh, what about a little wander over the Idiocaran hills to, to look at the Precambrian fossils there? They're well, all over Australia. All you have to do is look. I have looked. I didn't see any. So, again, I'm, I'm sorry, you, your argument doesn't hold any water. Ray, this man is a charlatan. He's making stuff up. It's clearly not true. None of that is in the Bible. Just... 
get rid of him. I'd like to say thank you to everybody for coming. I uh, hope you got your money's worth. You've been brilliant. You've been brilliant. He's been completely discredited. He's not even a real New Zealander. Just listen to the ridiculous accent. Count to ten. Go. Tahirua Torofa. Ha! Yeah, not, not that he sounds like a ninja. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's clear from this debate that creationism still reigns supreme. Evolution has no basis whatsoever. It's only a theory. I, you know, I know I'm a little bit her suit, and, you know, when I get myself waxed, they have to use one of those sit-down lawnmowers, but I am no ape. So, Kaimatai, you lose. Ray is the winner. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for your applause. That was for the kids. That was for the kids. Please yeah. file out in an orderly fashion. So, right, now we've got all the cash out of the bank, Raylene, uh, off to cash converters we go. You again? Oh, it's yes. Time yes. Asai, Ray. Ta- time Ak- t- k- What the. That, that bloke, what are you doing here? It's, it's my, my main job now. I've, I've lost it. I've lost it all. You've ruined me. Oh. I will have my revenge. Well, I can't sound particularly sorry about that, but uh, now that you're here, we've got the 50,000 shekels for the 8-horsepower solid gold butt plug and the Ray Comfortmobile trademark. Uh, well, I'm sorry, but the, the price has gone up. No, what? But, but Raylene, Raylene, what's he doing to us? See, see, right, just, just go over here and, and, and just, just, just turn your back for a second. And I, oh, oh, see, see, price gone up. You can have one, not the other. Oh, oh well, that... Choose wisely, my friend. <laughs> Choose wisely. I've been picked into a corner. Raylene, how can we possibly negotiate for both? Uh, no, I'm, I'm afraid that now you have a new government, inflation has taken off, and, and these have gone up in price. Oh, how so? And they're, they're now double. Not, it's, it's a great surprise. But, but, I, I, was, I was shocked. I came into the store, I looked, and they had gone up in price by double. But what have we I got? had nothing to do oh, with it. Raylene, what have we got that's worth 50,000 shekels? Oh... All right, the Twitter handle. That, you know, that's worth a lot of money. Oh, oh, back to square one. Oh, Ray, we find ourselves here again, but we've got each other. He's tempted. Oh, what do I do? The Twitter handle? Eight horsepower solid gold butt plug. Twitter handle? Eight horsepower. Right, it's a deal. Shake on it. Go. We'll go. We'll go. I'll take it, sir. I'll take it. Kiora, is that Medicine Sans Frontières? It's, it's Kai Mathy here. I would like to make a donation. Yes, yes, a, a generous donation, in fact, from, from an unknown benefactor, 50,000 shekel, and something of infinite value, the Ray Comfort Twitter handle. very selective about your misguided outrage. <laughs> My bucket fanny is perfect fodder for your rapping. Time muck eyes. What? You're not swallowing the vowels, Eric. You're not swallowing the vowels. You're not even a real kiwi. Come on. <laughs> so well, You're getting really cocky, aren't you, with your little sound effects yeah, and, well, you know, the things that you can do. But yet my footsteps still sound like wet fanny. Well... <laughs>
What, what does wet fanny sound like? <laughs> My footsteps. footsteps. <laughs> Have you not heard Raylene's footsteps? Oh, this, they this sound, sound like, like a walrus like vagina. vagina. <laughs> it's really terrible, but you won't change them. <sighs> Yeah, well, actually, that's, have you seen um, Kaimatai's nudie photos? Oh, yes. He's got an excellent bottom. I don't know, Ray. I mean, I, I could, you know, perhaps pimp myself out. No, no well, we've been over this. Truly, there might be a, a dashing unemployed evolutionist somewhere around who, who might be willing to negotiate for a lower price. Oh, actually, I quite like the sound of this. <laughs> Ray! What? You're no. supposed to defend my honour. No. <laughs> It's the honourable thing to do. What honour? You ain't got no honour. Please, sir. Please, sir. She is very honourable. This is, this is a, a great sacrifice on her part, and I, I think we should be treating her with utmost respect. So 50,000 shekels. Thank you, Mr. Katai. Um. <laughs> my, my katana. No, no, you got that around the wrong way. <laughs> yes, that's what mighty, he said. Mighty, mighty, mighty. Right, so 50,000 shekels for the two products, and you'd like uh, Raylene. Okay, well, I'm happy with that. Yeah, so no, good... Ray, you can't get rid just of me. Shush you. I'm living waters with you. I'm in the middle of a, a negotiation. Just shush. Uh, let's shake on it. Congratulations. You're the proud new owner of a new Raylene with very few miles. Ray, are you Muslim? Why what? are you selling me? It's, it's, it's a biblical thing to do. <laughs> selling daughters, selling wives. I'm, I'm sure it happens all the time. 